Frankie Williams is the Warm Springs Veteran Services Officer. He talks about how there are resources available to assist those who have served in the U.S. military. Good morning, Manuhu, Hili Hili. Uh, my name is Frankie Williams, Seawitz from Tule River. Uh, I was born and raised on the Tule River Indian Reservation in Porterville, California. And I'm here at uh, Warm Springs uh, as the new uh, veteran service officer for the tribe. I hired on in November, and I provide veteran services uh, to our local veterans. A little bit about me. Uh, prior to uh, coming here, I spent 21 years in the military. Uh, I spent a uh, tour in Vietnam, three different carriers, uh, and three different ships, uh, USS Constellation Ranger and Kitty Hawk, VA-147, VA-192, and VA-25. About 16 years of my military career, I was a C-130 flight engineer, so I flew around the world. I've been to 68 of 170 countries, and I walked on both poles. I transitioned from the C-130 to the E-6A heavy jet, uh, which the Navy never had, so I had to, I was part of five flight engineers. I was handpicked from the military uh, to uh, transition to that new heavy jet, and so it was built in Seattle at Boeing, so we had to get it uh, certified, FA certified, and um, ready to fly. Once we got it certified, uh, we put it in production, and we were flying the aircraft uh, operationally. Uh, post-military, after 21 years, um, I, uh, I retired and went to school at Fresno State, got my degree in social work and a minor in Native American studies. I followed that uh, with a degree in psychology uh, from California Coast University. All of my post-military adult working years have been in Indian country, mainly as a therapist for substance abuse and mental health. I've been a director for a number of tribal programs, uh, including a Native American treatment program, uh, a program that provided a therapy to not only adults and teenagers, um, which included substance abuse and mental health, and I also was a director of a youth program. Uh, Native Amer we did Native American parenting classes, fetal alcohol, suicide awareness, and several other mental health uh, programs. My passion is working with our Native people and to see that we can better ourselves. I'm a strong supporter of higher education. I always tell my graduates, the government knows how to handle a Native with a weapon, but doesn't know how to handle a Native with an education. We need to get educated and be on the same level educationally as that our government is. Um, that way, uh, as we know now, we have a number of uh, politicians, senators, uh, assemblymen, and um, governors that are now Native. So uh, we need to get up there with, with, uh, with the rest of them. I'd like to go ahead and talk uh, to my fellow veterans about applying for VA benefits. Uh, Native warriors were not recognized as U.S. citizens until 1924 under the Snyder Act or American Indian Citizen Act, which allows citizenship to all Native Americans born within the territorial limits of the country. That means that our brother warriors who fought in the Civil War, World War I, Spanish-American War, and the War with Mexico were not recognized as citizens of this nation. But we serve proudly and did not complain and did our job. And with that, I'd like to go ahead and, and throw kudos out to our brother warriors out there that uh, I want to recognize all of you for your service to this country. Um, 
I also want to let you guys know is that uh, do not allow the stigmatism and the anger you have for our government on how our Indian people were treated, especially during the boarding school areas in eras. Um, you know, uh, we had uh, a lot of generational trauma, and that generational trauma uh, flows down today. And I want you guys to understand is that don't allow that to keep you from applying for VA benefits. When you raised your right hand and said, I do to this country, you put your life on the line. You signed a blank check giving your life to this country, and you have earned those benefits that you put in. So with that, uh, I'd like to go ahead and, and uh, let you guys know, don't uh, allow yourself to go ahead and be denied those benefits because of uh, your anger. As a uh, tribal veteran service officer, I am qualified to help veterans filing claims for disability, pensions, and deceased spouses with headstones internment at the VA Memorial Cemeteries. I'm also able to aid veterans and their families with education benefits, VA home loans, and other uh, help with home repairs, if, especially if the veteran is, is 100% disabled. I will also help with filing judgments for increased disability readings, appeal for current disallowed readings increases, or adding a disability to a current claim. Definition of a veteran. This is, this is one that a lot of our veterans don't know. A veteran is a person who served on active duty with the armed forces of the United States prior to 1955 for a period of more than 90 days and was discharged from active duty under honorable conditions or after 1955 for a period of 170 consecutive days and was discharged from active duty under honorable conditions. So if you are a veteran, I'm saying uh, uh, after 1955 because we have very, very, very few post-World War II veterans out there. Uh, we do have some Korean brothers, but uh, mainly we have um, Iraq, Afghanistan, Vietnam brothers. To start the claim, uh, I would appreciate it if you can give me a call or email or text or smoke signal, whatever, to get a hold of me uh, so we can start the process. I, I like to go ahead and do an interview with you first, get a feel for you. We can sit, we can talk, have coffee, get to know who you are, uh, what your service was, and then we can start the, the claim process. Uh, I can only apply for things that I can prove, things that are in your medical record. Um, to start the process, I need your DD-214, a birth certificate, all your pertinent medical records, which supports evidence to your claim. Uh, plus, I need to have your spouse come in with a birth certificate and marriage license. So in case anything happens to the veteran, the spouse or significant other is able to go ahead and qualify for what's called death indemnity claim or a pension. So uh, I don't want uh, a deceased warrior, his family to go without benefits. I want to make sure that our, our, our spouses and our family members get everything that has been, uh, as it goes towards them. Uh, and for more information on veteran benefits, you can contact me on my cell phone at 541-460-0605 or email me at frankie, F-R-A-N-K-I-E dot williams at W-S-Tribes dot org. 
my office uh, is at the Timber Building uh, on Highway uh, 26. Uh, so uh, that's where they put me out away from everybody because they know how us veterans are, you know, get pretty rowdy during that time. I also want to get a shout-out to all of our veterans and their families. I'll be starting a monthly newsletter from, the, uh, from my office to report any and all new activities within the VA. Uh, this would include disability claims, pension information, housing, education, benefits. If anyone wants to receive a newsletter, uh, call, text me, or leave your address with Martha at the Tribal Building, and she will put it in my mailbox. So uh, I'd appreciate uh, if you guys want to get uh, the newsletter, which will keep you guys uh, abreast of everything that's new that's happened within the Veterans Administration. That's Veteran Services Officer Frankie Williams. To learn more about veterans' benefits, you can call Williams at 541-460-0605, or you can email him at frankie.williams at wstribes.org. The Veteran Services Office is located in the Old Warm Springs Forest Products Office along Highway 26. I'm Mike Williams, and uh, retired uh, lineman from Bonneville Power Administration. Uh, I'm an adjutant for uh, American Legion Post 125 here in Madras, Jefferson County. Work extensively up here at Warm Springs with veterans and interact with them and had the opportunity to uh, be in the Payum Shaw activities and, and uh, sit up here with, uh, with Larson Kalama and Lodge, uh, bring veterans in from Portland and Eugene and, and give them an opportunity to have a new, new arena to get grounded for reintegration. So um, basically just I'm a veterans advocate and have the opportunity to, to make a difference with some of what I do out here. So that's, that's kind of what I'm about. Well, before the service, I was uh, going to school in Salem, Oregon. Uh, went to high school at McNary. Uh, had moved all over the Northwest, lived in different places. Uh, my father was a, a construction worker and so uh, had a strong family uh, tie to the military through my father, World War II, and and uh, just had a, a strong belief in you know serving for our country. And so when I graduated, I uh, looked into it and signed up for the Navy. And and uh, I didn't necessarily want bullets zinging around me, so I thought it'd be safer in the Navy, you know. And. Uh, Abruptly ended up in boot camp and and uh, the Philippines and right ahead of the typhoons, so they ended up in Da Nang, which I wasn't ever supposed to see the ground. I didn't think, but uh, ended up in Da Nang for a couple of weeks and then flew out in the tailwinds of a typhoon and landed on a destroyer, where I spent the rest of my time in in a couple of campaigns through Vietnam and the Gulf of Tonkin and and that place that we weren't supposed to be in, Cambodia. And uh, so did that uh, tour, came out, and uh, went to a four-year school to become a, a lineman and uh, never talked much about my service time. We weren't received real well when we got back as Vietnam vets. And uh, so it was 1972 then, and uh, when I came back, and so it was probably 1985 before 80, somewhere in there, maybe 83 before I got active in in uh, 
advocacy for veterans and and um, so I've been with it ever since then and working with veterans and and participating in in that activity. Today is is about advocating for for veterans and and uh, you know fortunately I have the opportunity to sit or stand with the uh, the Veterans of Foreign Wars VFW 120-141 here in Madras and in the Honor Guard as a member of that and we frequently uh, do services up here at Warm Springs for our veteran brothers and sisters. Uh, so with that I, I um, you know push further out we do a lot of events we just got done uh, with Memorial Day uh, services up at a, a cemetery in, in Madras uh, celebrating the Memorial Day uh, veterans that we we lost and and uh, and are still losing recognizing them and, uh, and then we had Flag Day of course here last Monday and uh, so we Went ahead and did a, a service out there at the new memorial in in Madras at the uh, what used to be the senior center. It's it's the community center now, and uh, one of the veterans there put together a real nice memorial uh, for veterans, and it's open for veterans to use and their families and and uh, community basically, and uh, so. You know, with those activities going on, what I'm what I'm missing out there is seeing a lot of women veterans. We really need to make that connection with our women veterans and try to get them in. Uh, evidently, they don't feel as though they're veterans, perhaps, and so we we really push to try to get that message across to them. They've got benefits and and things here, just like every other veteran. They served, and and we want to see their their strengths out here in our community and our veterans organizations. You know, they get a hold of their local veteran service officer uh, or me. Uh, I'm, I'm just an uh, advocate out here, one of many, and uh, there's some good women veteran advocates out here. We've got Laura Moore as a veteran service officer. She was uh, military. She's a veteran herself in, in Madras. Of course, we've got Frankie Williams here at Warm Springs, and uh, so it's glad to see him come on board, and, and uh, he's got a good attitude. i like excited to see what he's going to do, you know, uh, looking forward to working with him. And so basically, yes, they could contact the American Legion or VFW, uh, Disabled Veterans of America, any group. Of course, we've got COVO, Central Oregon Veterans Outreach in, in Bend. Uh, they do work up here at Warm Springs and throughout Central Oregon. Uh, I work with them quite a bit. Uh, they call call on me to go out and, and introduce myself to, to veterans out here. Normally, they're disabled vets that uh, that need somebody in the community to talk with and, and the veterans process and claims and all that sort of thing is is perhaps scary it was for me and difficult it was for most of us and so it's really good to have a a partner walking with you in the door to be able to get focused on what you're really there for because a lot of times the veteran will 
be kind of rattled up when he's trying to talk to the veteran service officer and miss throwing in per- pertinent pieces of information that that uh, you know their their counterpart such as me or whoever uh, might be able to throw out on the floor and they'll remember it and and get it in on the on the claim process so it it helps having somebody there uh, you know, there's there's just a, a lot of things. There's uh, legislation all the time that's coming up that that needs our voices as veterans, and uh, you can find that online pretty easy through the Oregon Department of Veterans Affairs or federally. Uh, there's groups like uh, Disabled Veterans uh, DAV that will go ahead and send you information so you know what the bills are and all you got to do is click on it and support it and it makes a difference in Washington DC and that's where it all needs to to make a difference you know Uh, I belong to multiple service organizations Vietnam Veterans of America and American Legion VFW and everybody says well how can you do that and and still have a loyalty and I said my loyalty is to to veterans and for every organization I belong to, I get one more voice in Washington, D.C. So collectively, all those voices in different service organizations, I'm getting four or five times the voice power that I've got right here. So uh, belonging to those organizations is, is uh, really fundamental and, and uh, you know, it, it just helps the veterans uh, activities and, and legislation all the way through and we're really needing to see that with our, our now returning veterans uh, to help them in reintegration, the women veterans, men veterans. And uh, so hopefully, you know, that message gets through to folks that, you know, look into your local organizations. You don't have to be down there every day working with them, but your voice makes a difference. Recently, the Veteran Services Officer, Frankie Williams, stopped by the KWSO studios with longtime veterans advocate Michael Williams. Michael has been working with veterans in Warm Springs for many years. He encourages local veterans to connect with the new Veteran Services Officer, Frankie Williams, by giving him a call at 541-460-0605. Or, if you prefer, you can email him at frankie.williams at wstribes.org 